Hello and welcome everyone to episode 44 of One Piece at a Time, the One Piece read-through podcast where we read and discuss five chapters of the One Piece manga each and every week. I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-host and freelance letterer at Shonen Jump, Brandon Bovia. How you doing, Brandon? I'm doing pretty good. Of course, as everybody knows, I am the uh, English letterer for manga like Dragon Ball Super and Kaiju Number 8. And the thing that I was teasing <laughs> before has finally come out. I can finally, uh, I could have been talked about it, but... Uh, this is the first time since we're recording this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm working on a Naruto manga. And, uh, of course, Naruto is one of those manga that means a, uh, a whole lot to me. This one, this, like, spinoff story that I'm working on is... It's about, like, Kakashi and Guy kind of going on, like, a... Basically going on vacation and... Uh, <laughs> Asuma's daughter... Like, this takes place in the, like, Boruto era. So, oh, okay. like, Asuma's daughter is, like, a teenager. And she's just kind of tagging along. Uh, and yeah, it was, it was fun times. I'm, serendipitously, I've been reading, I was reading the manga anyway, just sort of like, I was like, I haven't, I never finished Naruto, so I'll go back and read it. And then while I was in the middle of rereading it, I was like, hey, do you want to work on it? So, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what that always comes down to. The funny thing is, I stopped reading Bleach, Naruto, and One Piece all around the same time. I, I think I told oh, okay. the story when we first started. Basically, it was, like, it was announced that Bleach was going to its final arc. And I'm like, Bleach yep. is better when you have a bunch of stuff to uh, marathon. So Yeah. And hey, they're go- they're finally going back and doing the I know. final how, arc in how anime How funny is now. that that they're going back to the anime now for that yeah, final yeah. arc? <laughs> but I never came back to it because I heard it got terrible. So I was just like, well, I didn't You're get back. Wrong. And I, I stopped Naruto and One Piece as well so I could get so I could bank those. And I just never got back to them. So I yeah. can't remember exactly where I left off in Naruto. I definitely after the fight with Pain, but I can't remember exactly what happens after that. Pain was exactly where I left off originally, and it is where I have just finished in my reread. So nice. I'm I'm the next like 250 chapters is all like new stuff for me. I I here it gets insane, but I don't know exactly what happens. I think I some sort of great ninja war or something is ha- yeah yeah. I just I know bits and pieces from hearsay, but I a lot. Out of and context. I know <laughs> nothing of Baruto. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Usually, those type of follow up things don't really succeed, but apparently, it's been going strong. So yeah, I, I guess, yeah, I guess so. So, and um, I, I don't know if that's like a, if it's like a good thing, but uh, Kishimoto's been writing it, I think, for the past few months or so. He I wasn't, heard he wasn't there might have been but... the original author was might have struggling, so Kishimoto's just like, all right, I'll take care of it or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've seen mixed feelings about the about. Uh, him taking over uh, since then, but you know, I don't know. Yeah, just I just watched that from afar. I look, I just I just work on this little spinoff manga. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on. That's how I kind of feel. Is like you know, I I'm not upset that I'm not deep into that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so oh well, but uh, yeah, we got we got uh, the final of the big three, the old big three, I guess it should say, because uh, yeah. yeah, it's been a while and. It's finally time to finish Alabasta. There's not much left of Alabasta. Just two more chapters. But it's still... I just can't believe we're here. Some good stuff. Yeah. We are a major arc down. Like, I want to say, like, East Blue kind of gets all piled together and all the Alabasta, like, stuff from the time of getting to the Grand Line to this point is all basically considered one arc. So we're entering our next major arc with this one. And that's pretty exciting. Yes. Let's go ahead and jump right into it with chapter 216, Vivi's Adventure, where we get more of Hachi, where we last left off him seeing the destitute catfish men with a shipwreck falling onto their village, and Hachiko, or whatever her name was. Uh, Octopaco or something Octopaco, like that? that's it. She laughed at them, and while Kami was moved by them, uh, Hachi makes a run for it, so he... <laughs> His heel arc is still continuing on, where it's just like he is completely out for himself at this point. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, I, mean, I feel like all of these is just sort of like watching Kami and them just like in shock and horror <laughs> every time they see Hachi. It's just like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> what are you doing? Which is funny because I never once had the thought that Buggy was going to get redeemed during his. Right. <laughs> during his whole section. And with. I didn't exactly know where it was going to go with Django. Django is just sort of a, a scamp kind of through it. Yeah. But for whatever reason, Hachi interacting with all the animals and seeing this trading quest, it felt like, okay, Hachi's kind of a decent guy, even though he's yeah, well, mistakes. And I feel like and, because we, he, you got that vibe that he was the least bad of the Arlong pirates back, back at Arlong Park. Right. 
So I feel like it's more, it's more easily believable. Like, okay, yeah, he's just kind of like a lovable idiot, you know, trying mm-hmm. to do the right thing. And here he's running away. And we'll, we'll see how that continues <laughs> on because we got more of Hachi as this all goes on. But it was, I, did, I did see this and it's like, no, Hachi. <laughs> I'm trying to root for you, man. Please. Anyway, we begin the chapter itself with a flashback where Vivi and Igram are actually talking about the fact that there's an underground organization behind the rebellion, but no one, none of its members even know the identity of the ringleader. So mm. it's it's the beginning of their plan to actually work together and get involved. And I, I, I love this sort of like lovable scamp energy of Vivi where she's like, yeah, gets Igram to fess up and she's like, I'm joining. We're doing this. Yeah, I, I love that it's her idea. That like that it makes sense when you think about it. Like obviously it wasn't going to it wasn't going to be Igarem's idea, but this is sort of seeing this uh now finally in context of like, oh okay, it was Vivi's harebrained scheme to <laughs> join uh, the Baroque works. Of course, Igarem's just like, oh god. <laughs> seeing seeing more of this kingdom and the people around her, yeah, that makes sense that she would just be mm-hmm. like, no, no, I'm doing this. Yeah. So it, it's great to see that she always had that strong streak. And we saw that like her as a kid getting into fights and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But to see yeah. the initiation of that plan, I, I think it's a good moment just to really show how much Vivi's come along. And we begin with the ceremony where she's stepping out to meet the crowd while the Straw Hats are still fighting the Marines. Like there is an all I, I love this brawl. back and forth between there's a sort of like calm and chaos. <laughs> <laughs> the, the contrast going on here in these next couple of pages. Yeah, I, I love those guys. Like, what are you doing? It's only one ship. And, and Livy's just screaming to get out of his way. And they're just taking <laughs> yeah. out Marines. Like, there's sheer willpower. It's, it's pretty great. And Vivi steps out and everybody's looking upon her. It's all beginning down. And she's like... Kind of reminiscing. It's like it all started on that day. Do you have the resolve to stay to stay alive? That's what Igram asked her. Yeah, just from that one panel alone, I feel like you can kind of infer like Igram kind of got one over. Like, yeah, you're really gonna do this? <laughs> Are we really right. doing this? And she was what 14 at the time, right? 14 must have been. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, 14 and getting involved in this because she's 16 now. Same with most yeah. of the straw hats, I think. Oh my god. But her speech begins. Where she's saying she was on an adventure, and you get to see everybody reacting to it, all the different towns. It's good to see Koza is uh, alive. <laughs> yeah, Koza's alive, recovering while while uh, Toto is telling about the speech. Cobra's just sort of enjoying it, listening to it. Interestingly saying, I hope that people don't riot, which is... <laughs> yes, I hope. Hmm. Oh, okay. I wonder what that's about. But yeah, she starts telling her story. She was on a journey of hope across a sea of despair, and visited amazing islands... And basically just talking about the stuff that she saw, the adventure she was on while being completely vague about it. Yeah. And you could just see the, how she sort of evolved from where we first met her. And, you know, the, the, the little ship that gave her that push. And it, it's all mainly just this speech. Yeah, pretty much. I definitely love the sort of like, well, I think we'll, we'll get into this more later, but the kind of like, she can't really talk about how the you know, how the pirates helped her, but you know she has to sort of like the speech. I think is sort of well written in the way that if you know, you know. But anyone, uh, obviously, the common folk are just like, oh, what's she talking about? I mean, that's exactly what somebody say, say, says here is what she talking about. They go, eh, it's the untold yeah. story of her struggle. So <laughs> we'll go with it. <laughs> uh, they bought it. All of a sudden, we see her light up and the Straw Hats have successfully reached the east port of Tamarisk. And they're actually able to hear Vivi's speech. So that mm. confirms to Sanji that she's not coming. And no, Luffy's not buying. He's like, that's just somebody pretending to be Vivi. And he's like, <laughs> you know, like, it's like, let's go. And he's like, no, we are staying. We're going to look for her. She has, she's got to be here. But of course, the Navy's coming and there's a lot of ships and they've, all, they've been fighting for how long? And it's just like, hey, we got to give it up. And that's when we, we return to Alabarna. And all of a sudden, everybody is starting to riot. They want to see Vivi's yeah. face. <laughs> and it turns out that figure we saw walk out onto the uh, podium it was Igram in drag once again. <laughs> of course. Of course. Well, see, now... We have Igaram in drag, but we also have his wife, who looks exactly like him. So <laughs> there's this weird sort of like, well, which one? At least we know where we get it, where he gets the clothes from. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, gosh. But yeah, that's the he's there because she actually went out to meet them, calling out for them. And she's there, Carew's there, and they have the, the, the transponder snail all ready to yep. go. They're waving. They're all excited. It's like, hey, she's coming. And I, I like how all their faces li- light up. Like the pure joy yeah, of Nami's so face in the background. Even yeah. Zoro has a smile on his face. They're all genuinely excited. But she actually is revealing that she's saying goodbye. And that's why she actually does say on the microphone that I can't go with you. She had she has to use the microphone to talk to him because she can't they can't hear her. Yeah. And I feel like that that's actually is sort of you can see it in sort of, uh, like the top panel of the page because the word balloons are a little a little smaller. Like the, the dialogue lettering is a little smaller and the sound effect like the whoosh, I think, is sort of like drowning out what she's trying to say. Yeah, she actually starts talking over and even the Marines can hear this. So she has to be careful. Yeah, but she she admits to her, admits to them. I'd love to continue the adventures, but when it comes down to to it, I love this kingdom, and that's when you get the crowd shot of Vigram trying to appease the crowd. <laughs> He's dancing, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's that's kind of where it's all at. I love there's that one guy on the panel is actually dancing along with him. You see him clapping near the cannon. Oh my god! <laughs> so somebody's oh, into that's it. Good. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> she can't actually go. And that's Luffy actually accepts it. Just says, I see. Yeah. He just needed to hear it from her mouth. Yeah. You get one last little flashback to them deciding on the X underneath. Yep. And Luffy thinks it's cool because the X originally signified a death threat, but he just thinks yeah. it looks cool. <laughs> I love that Zoro's just like, ah, whatever, man. Like, just, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but she tearfully says, if we ever see each other again, will you still call me your shipmate? Which I'm, I'm half just, to, I have crying. to imagine that's in the comma line. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, ugh, but I, I got emotional. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a great moment because she's been with us for a hundred chapters now. She is part of the crew. Yeah. She has been there as long as some, as, as longer than Chopper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, for Actually, example. Yeah, yeah. So, it, it, it's it's one of those things. And the Marines are already like, did you hear that? The princess is in cahoots with the straw hats. The princess belonged to the pi- that, the, the pirates. That's no way. It's like, and Luffy is trying to respond, but Nami yeah. stops him. It's like, no, no. The Navy's watching. We can't give them proof that she's our friend. So she'll be branded. So we have to just take our leave. And, you know, Vivi's obviously upset because she's like, they're not confirming until they do one of the most iconic things in the manga. Probably, yes. probably the most iconic scene of this entire arc. A hundred percent. Where all of them just raise up those X's into the sky, showing to her, and that's conf- confirmation to her that they are still friends. It's a sign of our fellowship. Yep. Her and Karu do the same. And that's the end of Alabasta proper. We're setting sail. Yeah. That still, I, I would I would go as far as to say maybe one of my favorite pages in the entire manga. Yeah. Even, even now. Like, it, I don't think any arc, I, I would have to think about it, but I don't think any arc has an ending as, like, thematically significant. No, not, just, not an re- ending. Reading I, it again for, like, the third time here, I'm just kind of like, geez, man. There, There is <laughs> so good. one panel, two, about two major arcs now. Maybe, I, I forget exactly how many arcs, but there is one panel from later on that I think is a bit more iconic, or at least just... Mm-hmm hell yeah about it but this is just yeah, as yeah. far as an emotional cu- uh, culmination it's it really it's damn feels near like perfect the like just af- for after how like the long journey that they've been on and as much as like i guess reflecting on the chapter proper like vivi not joining the crew here makes sense yeah like when you when you think like as much as you want it because she's been here for 100 chapters like her whole goal was like like it was to save her kingdom and to protect her kingdom. And, you know, as she said it, like, she she loves this kingdom and she can't she can't just leave. She was willing to do so much for her kingdom. So it, it yeah. makes sense that she can't leave. I, and I imagine that was a big debate at the time, whether Vivi was going to join the crew. But the big difference is she doesn't have a dream like the others. Yeah, yeah. Like, her, her, her dream is with this country. Her, her dream was to save her country, and she fulfilled that dream, so... It's it's more just her joining for the adventures, and that's not quite the way Luffy's crew works, as yeah. we've seen up to this point. But and I think obviously still a Luffy wonderful friend realizes that. 
Yeah. Which is why I think he sort of accepted it so quickly. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. Yeah, that's it for that. But there is still technically, as when you break it up, one more chapter left in the Alabasta yep. arc. So let's get to it with chapter 217, Stowaway, where we see Hachi once again. And Hachi, my boy, he's doing so good. <laughs> he exchanged all that treasure to buy a bunch of cooking equipment so he can save the catfish village. <laughs> that's good. What a swerve. Yeah, he's... Uh... I'm surprisingly emotionally invested in tr- this journey of Hachi <laughs> trying, to get, trying to get better. And just all, all the ups and downs. Of, yeah, the redemption uh, arc. Of him trying to do the right thing. It's, you know, good, good on you, man. Good on you. Yeah, yeah. Not much more to say about that other than Hachi, you're good boy. You're, you're winning me back over again. Damn you, Oda, for that swerve. <laughs> yep. But uh, that's, that's how it goes. But into the chapter itself, we're back with Hina. And I just noticed her her ship actually has her name on it. She just she is all about. Uh, of it. course, <laughs> of course it does. She's actually on the the transponder snail with Smoker. She's like she's like Hina is furious hmm, with yourself. It's like <laughs> <laughs> wrong. Uh, I, I love the banter between these two. Yeah, well, and, like like she's mid fight here. <laughs> yeah, you know, talking trash to Smoker on the phone. We actually get to see what she's all about. Where it's the bind bind fruit. Everything that passes through my body becomes bound. I feel like the the anime actually might. Did they show this earlier? I I, I don't, don't remember. Know. Like I feel like the the devil fruit power reveal here is like weirdly understated. It is. It's a pretty cool power though. It is a cool power. I, I just th- I think the anime made a bigger deal of it, but I, it's been years. So right, I, I I was surprised to go like, oh okay, they're just putting it here. <laughs> I wonder how our crew would do against this. Like I don't know how yeah. exactly strong these bands are, but it, it I like how effortless it is. It make it makes her yeah. that much cooler. Yeah, yeah. The, the, just like the way her arm just like kind of like loops around the guy trying to attack her. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a little. It's, it's, weird <laughs> like yeah, it's, yeah, a, it's, a it's like visual. classic one piece goofiness <laughs> she, she as she's talking to smoker she's like i'm mad because the straw hats got away and you seem to be happy about it <laughs> and that's all that, <laughs> that's where it's left at yeah <laughs> and we we see more of alabasta in the aftermath of the speech where everybody's still talking about who who vivi was talking to and I like how like they're not don't even worry about it. It's like I don't know, but it yeah. doesn't matter. It's still a wonderful <laughs> speech. So we guys got to do our part, and they're all rebuilding, and our our Jugong friends are training. Yes, <laughs> we ascend with the herons that actually stole all their stuff long ago, <laughs> whether laughing and whatnot. Actually, no, it's not them laughing. It's Toto laughing. Yeah, he knows. He knows. Even says take care to Luffy, so yep. he's all he's all happy. That it's 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 a wonderful little moment, and we even get to see a bit of um, that weird crab again. Yeah. <laughs> no, and even then, even like nobody wants to do anything with the casino. It's nice for like as long as we've like how much time we spent in this setting, seeing everybody kind of rebuild and seeing seeing life as normal in this country that was just in chaos for dozens of chapters. It's it, it feels so satisfying. It's just, it's just nice. Like we're, yeah. we did it. <laughs> it. It does. It's, it's just that capper to everything. And you get this, these moments of Cobra giving a speech and saying about title of father is better. And then the people are all like, just giving him a hard time. While Chaka visits the grave of Pell, who says he can't even shed it, shed a tear. And he doesn't quite know why that is. Mm. And, we return to the Marines, still trying to give chase to the Straw Hats as Vivi puts up her hair and says that one, get that last final shot of her and Karu. And that's, that's weirdly beautiful. Right. Just being black and white. Mm-hmm. And we even see that Eyelashes is a special one and a candidate for the supersonic duck squad. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just a, but it's stupid, just a cam- stupid camel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, Eyelashes played his part. So there, there you mm-hmm. go. But then we get the last moment here uh-huh. that I'm not sure. I wasn't sure. I was like, I, I was actually wondering, I was like, was this a anime invention? But no, they don't show it. They don't show him or anything like that. But it's heavily implied here because of the headscarf that he forgot. Yep. Pell survived. Yep. Did you, uh, did you ever see The Dark Knight Rises, Derek? I did. <laughs> Do you ever want to point out that it's the exact same ending as this? 
I never thought about that, but you're not wrong. <laughs> that, that is a thought that has been just swirling in my head for the past couple of months of like, he took Batman takes away. Sorry, spoilers for that movie. If you hadn't seen it's it, fine. <laughs> you know, Batman is implied to have died after like taking away a bomb in a Batmobile and it explodes and is just like like five minutes later, like, oh, he lived. People uh, definitely have their sort of their takes on whether or not, you know, like Pell living is a good thing or not. I'm kind of I'm of two minds about it, but I think I could live with this sort of like just small little implication. Yeah, it, it's for whatever reason. I remember in the anime being a bigger deal. I might be wrong. I, it's been a long time. I I have a va- I have a vague recollection that the anime is sort of like, yeah, he's alive, and I I don't know. I have memories of being pretty deflated at that. Yeah, uh, I don't know. After all of these years, I'm kind of whatever about it. Yeah, this one is just sort of like seeing it now. It's just like okay, at least it's subtly done, and it's not made a huge deal. Everybody gets relief. You still get that sort of gravitas of his sacrifice yeah with with this little implication but it also cemented between igram and especially pal like igram i I, you get especially as we go along here and actually as yeah especially as we get more of of what nico robin was all about uh the more we learned about her it made sense that igram survived yeah but pal feels like a different it's, story. It's, it's stretching it a it's stretching it a bit. It it is certainly, yeah. And that's when I think of Oda's whole thing about it. It's like it's more important to dash somebody's dreams to actually than to actually kill them. And in mm-hmm. that mind it just put that put down the thought of, okay, death just isn't a thing in one piece. And you know what? It's different. And I think I'm kind of okay with that. Yeah, I think um you know, I'll, I'll hold I'll hold my thought on that one until until maybe a little bit later. Whatever I was about to say, okay. Um, but yeah, I I think now no knowing now Otis' comments about like you know his approach to death and killing off characters, even even now, even even in terms of the modern story, I think it can it kind of frustrates people a little bit. But when it does eventually happen, like it does sort of hit a little bit harder. But it I feel like it does sort of put him in a weird spot with circumstances because he. He kind of keeps putting people in situations that should kill them. Yeah. That don't. I, I mean, the thing is, it's not like death doesn't exist in One Piece. We've seen. Yeah, we've seen plenty, plenty of characters die already. Oh, yeah. Flashbacks yeah. are where people go to die. And if you're in a flashback, you're toast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you, you just are. That And that was always my thing. It's like, okay, flashbacks can happen. But in the modern stories, it's it's just not a thing. It, it's an interesting thought. Although funny reading through here, having Buggy kill that one crewmate, crewmate event. So although who knows? Maybe he, maybe he survived too. It's a, yeah, no, no, who could say? Either way, that is a conversation uh, for continued conversation as we get through one piece. Think, <laughs> we'll as we we'll get probably to have to talk about it a lot, honestly. Yeah, situation here. But. Yep. Damn if he isn't effective at using it, even though you kind of yeah. know know at this point, he's really effective at give, giving you that swerve. You still get invested, and that's a sign of good writing to me. It's like, you I, know absolutely. his rules, and you're still invested. It's like, no, I still want to see them succeed. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you, you can have a good story. You can have good storytelling without killing off characters. But the last thing we see of Vivi is going home to Alabarna. And a little caption noting that as other uh, other countries watched in amazement as Alabaster recovered with astounding speed. What a, just a happy ending. It's just, and like, again, sorry, to, just like that one last little bit about the death thing. But like, oh, I, no problem. It, it really makes it just like, it ties it all up in a bow for what is such a ridiculously earnest and happy ending. Like mm. everything worked out. Yes. And sometimes that's just what you need, you know? Yeah. It's a reward for Vivi. She was willing to sacrifice so much, and she pulled it off. And this is her reward. Yep. Although, one final thing before we move on. Look at Vivi's hairstyling. She has her peacock slasher in her hair. Oh, ha! Was that always there? I don't know, but I only just noticed it now. So I'm going to assume it was (laughs) Ah. always there for this outfit. But that's funny that she does have her peacock slasher on her. Just in her hair. Wow, Yeah. good good catch. (laughs) Yeah. Or at least it's the same design. Either way, we... uh, Move on to Smoker and Toshigi as they're talking with one another. And we get the wanted posters where we, f- we get, our, get our breakdown of how exactly the bounty on these two increased. Especially like, what did the swordsman do? What did Zoro do to get this bounty? And the reasoning <laughs> is he defeated a hundred bounty hunters at Whiskey Peak and brought down Daz Bones in Alabarna. A bounty hunter from the West Blue that was... That 
was the actual name of Mr. One. Yeah, which that uh, I feel like that we didn't necessarily need that information, but it is sort of a cool like, oh, okay, that's why his bounty like I, his bounty is so high because there is an actual accomplishment toward it, not just because like Zoro is the coolest. <laughs> yeah, it, that that helps a lot, and you know it makes sense that Mr. One was a prolific, <laughs> you know, hunter or something like that, just wanted criminal himself. That would, yeah, yeah, that, for sure. that would merit that. It would, it would make sure for somebody that high up for Mr. One. It also kind of ties into the whole idea of Mr. of Mr. One mentioning to Zoro is like, oh, yeah, we tried to recruit you when you were in, uh, when you were a bounty hunter and you said no. But they tr- obviously he was a bounty hunter as well. And he actually accepted it. So that was a little extra that you don't even think yeah, about until after the uh, fact of the, the, that rivalry between the two of them and how how yeah. why why it was getting under his skin so much when Zoro was tossing those insults. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. It's an extra little flavor to the to the setting. Mm-hmm. They declare that we're going to settle things with the Straw Hat crew another day, and <laughs> it's, a, it's a nice little moment to see these just these two together. Yep. So we're finally back with the uh, going merry. That poor ship is, is has holes in it and just yeah, oh, barely <laughs> made it through, but it's it's hanging in there. But they lost the navy, and they all miss Vivi. Except for no, they're, they're all different. I, I think they're sort of a reflection of the, the the reader. Like Vivi hasn't been on page like on page for like three pages, and they're already like, "We miss her." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you should have kidnapped her. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "Barbarian, mean, mosshead, three sword style, Luffy." That's not an insult. Four sword style. That's not any better. <laughs> Listen, just tell him he stinks of Nato. <laughs> a strangely specific thing, but okay. <laughs> but. I, I I love the idea that Luffy just can't just can't insult people. Uh huh. He's 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 terrible at it. But that's when we get our final big reveal. Yep. Turns out Nico Robin snuck on the ship, and they are ready. It's like, hey, Revenger comrades, what are you doing here? Sanji's like, what a babe. <laughs> Usopp's got like a he's got like a uh, like a a megaphone just enemy raid <laughs> everybody's panicking except for luffy's like oh you're still alive robin nico robin uses her ability to knock away the sword and the the, the staff of nami and she's like eh, don't point those at me <laughs> she's like oh i was below deck reading a bit and took a shower barred these clothes and yeah, uh, i took your clothes yep yeah that's whatever thank you so much Pull, puts out the, a chair and starts talking a bit. It's very interesting. I here. love how casual she is. <laughs> yeah. This whole thing. She just takes complete command. And yep. she's like, you haven't forgotten what you did to me. Have you, Monkey D. Luffy? It's like, and Sanji's immediately like, <laughs> of course, what did Sanji's you do to her? like, <laughs> you monster. What did you do to her? <laughs> and he's like, I didn't do anything. He's like, no, no. I suffered a great deal because of you. Now you need to take responsibility. Oh, boy. <laughs> And she's like, <laughs> I love Luffy. He's like, please leave or I'll call the Navy. <laughs> <laughs> the Navy that they just ran from. And I I so wish I was yeah. with like what the community was like when she says these lines. We never we didn't get Vivi, but we did get a new crewmate. Nico yeah. Robin wants to join the crew. Man. Again, I uh, I think I might have pointed out this to you earlier, but the the anime I don't know what what the heck they were thinking, but they actually they spoil this review this reveal like twenty episodes early. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't get, <laughs> I didn't get that surprise because I, I watched the anime. Yeah, it's just one of the one of the most bizarre things that they could ever spoil because they they change openings and she's here with the crew like a again yeah like a twenty episodes before she actually does. You're God, like it's so why? Dumb. Yeah, I, I I so I knew this was coming because. Some of my first exposure to One Piece was like right when the Funimation dub started on Toonami, and they picked up right where the Four Kids dub left off, ah. which is here. So I was like, I was seeing random bits and pieces of like the stuff immediately after this. So I was like, oh, here she is. It's like, oh, she was a villain originally. Neat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a common Dragon Ball thing to do, but it's yeah, it's the first time the villain One Piece kind of did it. It's a it's a really good swerve because he, again like Oda really plays with your expectations and you know makes you think that Vivi just just due to how long she's been around was yeah. joined the crew it felt like an inevitability and it's just like no here's the villain who we all kind of thought was dead yeah we get that one little line that Luffy saved her and yeah. that's about it but yeah that's it that's 
that I amazing swerve. You think this yeah, character is going to join? It's still great, and it ends up being this character, and it's it's just it adds a completely new dynamic that you're not sure what's going to be like at that point. Yes, absolutely. Huh, that's that's it's good stuff. There is SBS. I don't think there's anything too worth mentioning. There's yeah, not really. Yeah, <laughs> mostly about the navy stuff. uniform, which isn't that major, <laughs> honestly. But let's go ahead and see what this dynamic is all about with chapter 218, Why the Log Pose is Dome-Shaped, which is... <laughs> it's a very funny chapter title. Yeah, it is. It very is. I'm sure like everybody's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but we do get some Haji. It's like the grand opening of the legendary octopus fritter shop. And there's... Aww. that That's adorable. Like they're, hand, they're making the octopus fritters. They're handing them out. He's making them. Still got it the, makes me hungry for them. Panda. I want to try them. <laughs> they, uh, mm. <laughs> yeah, this makes me super hungry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that they got the Dosakoi Panda. Yes, um, the, I was going to point that out. The Dosakoi Panda yeah. right there on Cammy. He's like, there you go. <laughs> oh, even on, it's even on Hachi, DP. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't notice that the first time. But still, uh, it's, that's, so, that's so nice. <laughs> yeah. But this chapter also offers up some explanations for things yeah how much nico robin did she's the one who saved him from crocodile's poison she throws it over to to cobra yeah it makes sense that she would have it yeah and she's like hey even if he gets buried under all this rubble his rubbery body should save him yeah (laughs) and that's when cobra points asks her why did you lie and she's I'd like, like to apologize to everybody uh, first off because I spoiled this and I didn't I didn't remember I don't, I didn't how this realize played they out. said it. I could not remember. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't remember what how th- this whole thing played out. And so the the fact that yes, you know, Nico Robin did actually lie to Crocodile about the uh the, the Pluton is just that that was sort of like a I thought I remembered it, didn't know if it was later or way later, and I was, but yeah, no. Yeah, I, I apologize for revealing that a little bit too early. Uh, it's all right. I, I think there was still some mystery. Like, did she lie? Did she not? We don't know. Yeah. So I, I think it preserved at least a little bit, hopefully, anyway. Because mm-hmm. I honestly forgot this point, whether she did lie or not. But either way, the Cobra points out, it had all the information about the Plut- uh, the Pluton, even its whereabouts. So if you had told him, yep. it would have been the end. The kingdom would have yep. fallen into his hands. And that's uh, what she reveals. So I, I'm sorry that I have to point this out every time. If oh, you're no, caught no. up, that it, that is extremely funny. <laughs> Just the... Oh, that really? whole that whole bit is very funny. I don't know <laughs> why. I really don't know. <laughs> it's just it's something I can't wait to talk about in like four years. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> but that's when we sort of get a bit more motivation from Nico Robin. It's like I don't yeah. care about kingdoms or people's lives. None of that matters to me. But I had no intention of giving Crocodile the weapon. The reason she came here is she's looking for something called the real Poneglyph. Among yep. the many poneglyphs that exist in the world, it's the only one that it recounts the true history. And even yeah, Cobra doesn't know what, know what she means by true that. True history is about yet either. Yeah, but that's what she's searching for. But she, that was this was her last lead, so she doesn't know what to do. And so she's just like, "I'll I'll just die here." <laughs> yeah, I got nothing left to live here, live for. I'm already bleeding out. I'm tired. I'm just gonna die. So all I wanted yeah, to know. And, was and the that true close history. up of her on the next page. Yeah, the, the the blood coming out of the mouth and then the uh, tears coming to her eyes. And, it's just, man, that line, too many obstacles stood between me and my dream. And, ah, there it is. She has a dream. Yep. She yep. has a dream. And she had every opportunity along the way to sell out. But she didn't kill Igram. She didn't reveal the, the location of the Poneglyph. She saved Luffy. There were clues throughout this entire thing that she was not a, not on the crocodile side and yeah obviously tried to stop him as yeah. well but just to have it all come together you don't think about it because she's just yeah. on baruch's work side you don't like she's not a villain trying to become all of a sudden trying to become good she was just yeah. always good yeah and just you, you could got the feeling i think pretty early on that her motivations were not what not entirely in line with crocodiles but it is sort of interesting the ways like she she was really sneaky about the ways in which she was like ah you know trying to Trying to play both sides, really. Yeah. <laughs> she, she, she was just kind of out here, you know, for her, her own goals. Yeah. So that's when Luffy gets up after the, the poison gets him. And he's just like, let's get out of here. 
And she's mm. trying to stop and like, leave me here. Let me die. And he's just like, why should I yep. listen to you? And- <laughs> yeah, just the perfect Luffy response. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to point out on the previous page of Cobra, you know, sort of sort of throwing out a guess here that this, the uh, Poneglyphs can be spun together to, uh, uh, to tell untold history. You know, that we still don't know what the Poneglyphs are for here. But, you know, there is this sort of like... It feels like the scope of the world of One Piece is expanding rapidly. <laughs> yeah, that definitely seems like the case. And I, I love this introduction with uh, with Robin. I'm just going to start calling her Robin at this point. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> She's on the crew. That's what that was. That was the problem. That was Luffy's crime. She she wanted to die, and he, she he made her live. And now <laughs> she has nowhere to go and nowhere to return to. So she wants to join the crew. It's like, and Luffy right. just okay. Yep. <laughs> it's like, don't worry, she's not a bad person. And I love this interview that Usopp carries out with this, her. This scene is so good. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and we get this history. I was an archaeologist by the time I was eight. Then I had a bounty point on my head. And she comes from a family of archaeologists. Then for the next twenty years, she hid from the government. But a child can't live on this high seas alone, so she survived by joining various outlaws. As a result, she became an expert at operating in the shadows, so she can be a big help. And what's her speciality? Assassination. Assassination. She's too dangerous. But I love how she wins over Chopper, and she already won over Luffy, but <laughs> with yep. the hands, following them along, and then just sort of knocking them over tickling them and whatnot it, ter- it, it turns out her devil fruit power is very good for gags yes <laughs> funny funny that but nami's like ah she's already won them over how foolish <laughs> she can't, nami can't be fooled yeah i'm too smart for this make one wrong move and i'll throw you out it's like i'll keep that in mind by the way i, I brought a few of crocodile's gems with me oh sister <laughs> <laughs> well zoro and usopp are the only ones left now <laughs> yeah because immediately sanji comes out you knew there was no chance <laughs> oh yeah absolutely not <laughs> just going yeah, to, reciting a poem like, yeah, and i made chance. you a snack <laughs> it's just like all right i guess it's up to you and me to be strong that, that's zoro and just usopp's like what a bunch of pushovers and then usopp's like Gets all called out by Luffy. I'm Chopper, and she has her hands out of his hat. It's so good, and that's how Usopp was won over. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and again, Zoro, being the most pragmatic of all of them, is, is just, she's just asking, "Like, ah, oh, this is nice. It's always like this, yeah, pretty much." And he's just, yeah, like, "What's uh, her game?" She she integrates herself into the chaos of this crew pretty pretty quickly, uh-huh. and she's actually having a good time. It's 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 fun to see her smile. It is. But she asked Nami, like, all right, where's what's the log post course? And it's like, all right, we're going west by northwest. They're curious about what kind of island the next one will be. Robin says, well, after Alabasta, an autumn island should be next. And Luffy says, like, oh, cool. I like autumn, too. And then all of a sudden they start seeing this weird rain come down. It's it, well, it's not rain. Something's falling. <laughs> and this that page turn i love god this reveal is so good the giant ship falling out of the sky in complete disrepair and this just random quote anything man can imagine is a possibility in reality from willie karen (laughs) a physicist you know uh, we don't need physics with uh with what's happening here no i love i love like not even a we we had like a chapter of downtime, like a half chapter of downtime. And then there's like, oh yeah, you know, a former villain joined the crew. And then just, you turn the page and just a giant right, ship is falling on them. <laughs> we are into absolute chaos <laughs> back again. Mm-hmm. Sending them flying because God, it really does show just how small of a ship the, uh, <laughs> the going there he is. Yeah. yeah and, and how huge this thing just falling out of the sky is. Mm-hmm. So they're tossed and turned and grab, having to grab onto something. More is coming down. It is complete chaos. And, <laughs> of course, Usopp's trying to take be calm, and that's when a skeleton falls on top Breathe. of him. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but somehow they they get through it all, and they're all just wondering, it's like, what's going on? Why is it raining ships? And Nami's all of a sudden freaking out because the log pose is pointing upward and not moving. Yep, and which, thank goodness uh, we have Robin must here. be broken. Yeah, it must be broken, but it's not. The magnetic field of another island has made it switch headings, and if it's pointing skyward, then that can only mean one thing. The log post has been captured by a sky island. Oh, which, boy. What a setup. What a setup. 
And and how how lucky to have Robin on the crew, uh, right? Uh, you know, she's the one <laughs> will be uh, glad to have her to explain stuff. <laughs> yes, as, as as the older and more more worldly traveled uh, uh, person on the crew, and have this archaeologist setting so you can get these history lessons and whatnot, just this general yeah. knowledge. It's really great. I mean, by, by conventional wisdom, you you would think that the log poise po- pointing up would be a problem, and it does present a problem. It's like okay. We have to get to that island in order to get to the next island. How? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that presents a problem because with the log poses, like you can't move on until, you know, you have to like stay for a certain amount of time before it moves to the next one. So they have to find some way to go up. <laughs> yeah. And we'll see how that all goes goes around. But there is actually some cool things from the SBS this time around. Uh, one of which, something I completely missed, Mr. Three's walking along. He's just fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's just okay mr three survives and he's still out and about and then we actually see who takes the pictures for all the wanted posters fire a, a touch on <laughs> <laughs> it's just very silly it's very silly it's like i just randomly made up a character just as like explain how they get these pictures <laughs> oh goodness so let's find out more about this with chapter 219 masira the salvage king where they've Completely made up all of their takoyaki, but yep. there's still one left. One and box so he's going to propose with that last box so he can still achieve his dream. We'll see how that goes for him. I'm not sure it's going to go well based on her reaction <laughs> to the catfish. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. We'll have to see. The chapter itself just sort of starts with them all reacting like there's sky islands. Right. And, and, and just like, how is that possible? And Robin just sort of explains it's, it's not just the island, it's the sea that's floating in the sky. And Which he's is, like, yeah. what? Sanji, I'm even more confused. Like, yeah, yeah. all right. <laughs> but of course, Luffy's like, okay, a sea that floats in the sky, and there's an island on it, we gotta go. Let's yep. go. <laughs> Time for adventure. And even Nami, uh, Robin's is like, I've never actually seen the sky island, so I don't know very much about it. And Nami's just like, okay, how can an island float or an ocean float? The log post has to be broken. It's like, no. It's not the log pose. What we have to figure out now is how to get up to the sky because there will always be an island wherever that needle points. Which is a, a good explanation. I think that it's sort of a, you know, the, the, the adventure always continues, basically. Mm-hmm. It's time to start learning some things. And again, I love yeah. how Robin immediately gets highlighted. Yeah, here. she's just already already showing off. You know, yeah. already, part, already part of the crew. And I'll, I'll put this out here right now. Robin is my favorite character in One Piece. Yeah. <laughs> like, easily. Justifiably so. I, yes. Yeah, I I have a hard time disagreeing with that. I don't know if I have a favorite, but Robin is very high up there. Yeah, Robin is <laughs> my number one. So <laughs> it'd be fun to see have people find out why. Yeah, she oh, she she gets some really great moments here in this in this arc. I'm so excited. Yeah, I, I just like I she looks through this coffin trying to explore it all. It's like okay, so this hole is man made. Oh, so that's what killed him. No, no, this is brain surgery, right, uh, ship's doctor? And that's when uh, Chopper's like, yeah, yeah. A long time ago, people used to make holes in the skulls to relieve the pressures of tumors, but nobody does that anymore. So this man died over 200 years ago. He was in his mid-30s. He got he got sick in the high seas and died. Compared to these others, his teeth are well-preserved. And just learning all that from the, the, the skull. That's impressive. <laughs> yeah. And probably due to the tar on him, his clothes are unique to the particular area of the South Blue. I say that that, that ship was an old exploration vessel. And she even finds a log of it and it's like oh here it is the saint bris yeah, from the south blue wild. kingdom kingdom of bris <laughs> set sail 208 years ago and there's a picture of the ship that fell on him robin already justifying why she's the best member on the crew i'm like oh my gosh yep just bam right there and she's like all right if it's an exploration ship there should be a lot of records on board but it's sinking <laughs> of course luffy's still <laughs> oh, <yep>. on there <laughs> and luffy did say find something amazing he says and we take a look and we get a map of a sky island, a place that's marked Skypea. Yep. Really, God, so these, it, these breadcrumbs yep. that set up the next arc are so yeah, good. Uh, it really is like, I, I feel like this is maybe one of the rare times where I feel like the process of figuring out how to get there is like an arc in itself. Yes. And I, I feel like we, I'm immediately raptured by just like, we are on a new adventure 
and you know we're slowly piecing it together and figuring stuff out and it just seeing everybody kind of work together to meet that goal is it's great it's such a different style to what we've had before because this does feel like a full-on adventure for the crew yeah because like when we got to the uh, when we got to the grand line it was just immediately here's the laboon here's this strange thing we came across and we still need to figure out the island but also there's all this other stuff and then just immediately get wrapped up in the whole baroque's work stuff where we're just sort of continuing mm-hmm. on but have this organization over their heads the entire time this there's nothing above their heads so that all of a sudden it's the thrill of adventure which totally ties into luffy yes <laughs> absolutely but yes we gotta we gotta go to a sky island the dream island <laughs> and nami elite media is like ah eh, there's a lot of fake maps in the world it's like <laughs> this is that glue and she's oh, she's the party pooper <laughs> uh they got the like the faces of like like children just being told that santa isn't real yeah She's just like, we don't know how to get there, but you're our navigator. You do something. It's like, there are some things even I can't do. <laughs> it's, like, it's easy. Just sail up. <laughs> oh, these just complete cartoon characters. It's it's amazing. Well, she ends I, up just, it just, just punching out Luffy. He's not. Yeah, I just, you see Luffy just, just face down, leg up on the next page. <laughs> mm-hmm. So there's only one choice if they need, they need more information. And the only way to do it is to salvage it. So... Good on you, Usopp. Puts together these salvaging suits out of barrels. Yeah. I love Luffy's that's where he's completely enveloped in, in barrel. <laughs> yes. Well, well I mean, I, I feel Luffy shouldn't be down here in the first place because he's the most at risk of dying if he goes underwater. Yes, but it's also like, it, one, it shows his fearlessness, and two, it just shows yeah. how much he just wants to see things. Yeah, of, yeah. I, I love Usopp. Have no fear. My engineering is flawless. <laughs> <laughs> good on, good on you. They've set up this whole contraption where they can still hear them, and they're hearing that there's a a lot of monsters with giant sea snakes. And I love how Nami's just like, ah, oh, they're okay. I just a woo boy. <laughs> yeah, got that that shot of them going down is just like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Ooh, that's that's quite a thing to go down to. And then all of a sudden, we get this song salvage salvage and clang 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 and heave ho and all this why do i hear boss music (laughs) (laughs) and all of a sudden another ship shows up this giant monkey based ship and that's where we get to finally meet the salvage king masira boss of the masira pirates with a bounty of 23 million berries so not exactly completely forgot about this character (laughs) I did too, honestly. No, no memory of this character whatsoever. I was no, like, what? What is happening? Like, this is this it, like the entirety of like this in the next chapter. I was like, I completely forgot this was here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even I, I love Nami. Just like, oh, why now? <laughs> Not even uh, upset about it. Yeah, but yeah, this that's, his whole thing is salvage, and any ship that that sinks around here belongs to him. So better not mess with him. That's when they start talking to to each other. It's like, oh, I think he means to salvage the ship. That's what he said. That could be a lucky break for us. Quit talking among yourselves. <laughs> and then they ask him questions. It's just uh, a I, great I love how gag character. This guy is. Yeah, he, he, he adds an interesting sort of little rift into the situation. Yeah, gives it a bit more of a push than we would otherwise. And he's like, oh, are you going to salvage the ship? Uh, yes, I do plan it. But he's also like. Do you think I warrant such an admiration? Admiration? I mean, do you think I'm that handsome? Um, yes. <laughs> Just, oh, thank God he's an idiot. <laughs> he, he is definitely an idiot, but he has a motto. If there's a sunken ship, I'm going to bring it up. If, there, if it floats, I'll sink it, then I'll bring it up. That's me. There's no ship we can't salvage. Yeah. So they ask, like, um, can we watch? Uh, it's like we've never watched a salvage operation before and he's just like hey I'm all down for it and then all of a sudden some of his men come up beaten up it's like oh no (laughs) (laughs) they went down to prepare the cradle and it's like did a Neptunian get him no but it looks like somebody beat him up and they're just like oh crap like you said yeah and then he goes like calls out to him it's like hey you guys be careful there's some bad people down on the seafloor it's like Oh, thank God he's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't... I, I love the, um, like, 
the build up and like the stare where he's just like somebody's down there and just like the close up on his eye. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the then it's like oh oh. <laughs> it is it's some good jokes in here. And yeah, he, he's a lovable idiot. Yeah, Oda love, likes his lovable idiots, and this is definitely a fun new take. Yeah. But that that's basically where we end is where they're about uh, Luffy, Sanji, and Zoro are about to hit this, the ship itself. But we have there, Masari There's here. nothing cooler than sunken ships. Like, exploring sunken ships is just like, no no matter what, it's a cool set piece. Oh, absolutely. I, uh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's time to get to our final chapter for the uh, episode, A Walk on the Seafloor, where... Hachi has finally met up with Octopaco and she's drawn in by the aroma of the sauce, but not Hachi. <laughs> yeah, there's no no interest in Hachi whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. She, she wants guy. she wants to st- she wants the food. Doesn't want him. Yep. And uh not looking good for Hachi. But well, I guess we'll have to see how that turns out for him, whether he can rebound from being rejected or not. <laughs> Cause he's this poor boy is getting rejected. Oh well. Into the chapter itself, <laughs> we have Masira just dumbly so waving awkward. at them. <laughs> this whole situation. Like, don't, don't let them see the air pump, Usopp. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> and Masira is like, all right, you guys, just pretend they're pumpkins. Don't get excited. Don't be nervous just because we have observers. <laughs> He's all like <laughs> They're all stupid. They're all excited. <laughs> Why are they so nervous? They think they're trying to impress us. Oh, so, man. Down they go as uh, the uh, three others are still looking through everything. And Luffy finds some interesting treasure, but it immediately crumbles in his hand. And it's just and it looks like the um, the like the vase he's holding has like the same sort of design as like the the mast of the ship. Yeah. Whatever the front part is. And, And he finds some sort of odd vehicle as well. Like he's very curious about it all. Like it's it's see him messing with it. I didn't notice that. Yeah. It's like, what, what's this all about? This is different. And meanwhile, of course, Zoro finds a sword and it's completely, and it just just crumbles. Everything in here is 200 years old. Yeah. Not more. Sanji's kicking through doors and whatnot. Finds this picture of a beautiful woman with a harpoon through her head, which definitely disturbs him. And also this place is freaky. (laughs) Also harpoons through a lot of, people yeah like through the head through the chest like they got attacked i am eating up all of this sort of like just just like the world building going on here just the mm-hmm. just the, the little clue a lot yeah yeah oh that's so good it's I, I actually if you could if you can remember when as we get farther into this come back to this chapter and you'll have fun seeing i think so yeah the clues yeah. but they do find a chest when all of a sudden Giant claws dig in, and it's the cradle from Masira. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, all of a sudden, they call out, like, what the heck's going on? And they're immediately covering uh, up the pipes. Like, uh, <laughs> I love Usopp. Usopp trying to, to make a distraction immediately. He's like, uh, what's that monkey for? And it's like, oh, you have a sharp eye. This is no ordinary prowl. It actually, actually does have a, a It has a, a function. Use. That's so good. The Barco Grabber. And, yeah, it comes out. <laughs> lowers into it it's like it's a clapping monkey that attaches to this the, the thing where it's a giant banana like the monkey theming is amazing here it's so good it's just the way that it all has all has a function is it's wonderful i i, I can't believe i forgot about these about this uh this pirate crew because it's just they're so just weird and unique yeah and then it's you have they're impressive too because one, it's an amazing operation. Two, yeah. Masira raises the ship by blowing into this thing by himself and starts can, raising it with his lungs. own breath. You can tell that's why he's huge. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's the big chest for, and then get that to rise it up, and then the men to lift it up otherwise. But he blows up the balloons that help lift it, and it's an amazing operation. Like it, yeah, it, it's I love how complicated it is. <laughs> And of course, we get the picture of Luffy. He's like, "Oh, somebody's messing with me. I don't like this." Yep. Uh oh. And uh, all of a sudden, the underwater crew. The, there are people in the wreck and they're getting attacked. And it's like, "Oh, it's time to I'll, I'll teach him a lesson." He takes a big old breath, and oh right, he, he takes a pose first so they can take pictures. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> 
tells them to uh, raise the ship, jumps down, and even gets accosted by one of the the sea creatures and punches it out with his monkey punch. Monkey punch. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> Which, you know, that's pretty impressive for a 20 million berry bounty. Yeah, they, he could just punch out sea monsters. I think he's a good sign that bounty doesn't equal strength. Most certainly, yeah. But yeah, they got they got air in the ship and they don't even need barrels now. It's, it's full, The ship is fully filled with air. And that's when all of a sudden Masira breaks into the ship and they're just like, uh, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, a monkey. You think I'm hunky? <laughs> oh, how did how did you? All right. <laughs> all right. Sure. And then all of a sudden, as they're getting lifted up, they're just having a nice conversation. It's like, oh, you're from the East Blue? That's right. You really do look like a monkey. Like, they're still talking. <laughs> so, so dumb. And then all of a sudden, they get eaten by a giant turtle. This, that's this how it chapter ends. was bonkers. And that's where it is. We end with what them the getting crap? eaten by a giant turtle as they're just hanging out, talking to each other. One Piece is just... You never know what's going to happen. All of this entire chapter was just like I didn't remember any of this. This whole this whole order of operations of how we're getting from A to B is just a complete blank void in my mind. So I am just sitting here like, oh my god, what is happening? I only vaguely remember the characters. I barely remember like I know the main points. Yeah. I kind of forgot about the salvage operation yeah, I, and all I don't, that. Yeah, I don't remember the salvage at all. So it, it's, it's just, been fun to re-experience this and just yeah. <laughs> see this insanity. Masira is a fun character. Robin yeah. immediately showing her stuff as a great swerve. Like, this, this is a fun set of chapters as a way to wrap up the, the old arc and begin a new yeah. one. The start, of a one piece, the start of a new One Piece arc is always, always a joy. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. Agreed. And, uh, yeah, I guess that's it for this set of chapters and i would say that next time we'd be talking about chapters 221 to 225 but brandon and i have been talking and we've decided that one piece is headed into its final arc that doesn't mean anything who knows how long it's going to take so it's probably not a bad idea to add in some extra episodes here and there not a lot but a few here and there and what better way to do that than by looking at all of the One Piece movies? Yeah, boy. So from this point, whenever a movie would be in the set of chapters that we're in, obviously we'll finish our set of chapters and then just sort of have it around that point, we'll talk about the movie that came out around that same time. And because we're so late in deciding this, there's already three movies that we can watch. The first three One Piece movies. So we're going to be taking not a break, but a three-week divergence yeah. to see what those movies are like, how they hold up, how they compare to the manga, whether these completely original stories can work and whether they feel movie-like, and just give our thoughts. Plus, we get to talk about the voice actors and whatnot. It's Yeah, because we, we it's sort of a nice way for us to be able to cover the anime and stuff, too, now. Yeah. It should be fun. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I've never seen most of these older ones, like the uh, particularly the first three. I've never seen. Oh, really? Um, okay. So yeah. I have watched. The funny thing is, I've watched the older ones, but I've not watched the recent ones. Right. <laughs> so I, I think I've watched the first six movies, and that's maybe first gotcha. six or seven yeah. movies, and that's about it. My experience with the older ones is pretty scattered, but I've seen everything from Strong World onwards. At least. Okay. Yeah, and then and then yeah, just some some of the early ones here and there. And I believe there's only like 15 or 16 movies, so there's not a lot. Like, yeah, and uh, yeah, some of those are, de depending on uh, the count, some of them are like arc remakes or recaps, and we, we, don't, need to, we don't need to do those. <laughs> I mean, we don't. Well, we could talk about it if we want. We'll see if people yeah, want to see those. Just, to, just yeah. to compare, since they are that might be fun. different. So yeah, we'll be uh, doing that next time. Hopefully you're excited for that. Unfortunately, we'll have to find your own way of watching them. Not exactly easy because Funimation has never dubbed the first movies, which yeah, and they really a, should like do that. There's like a subset in like Europe, I think, or Australia yeah. or something that you if, might be able if to you're in, If you're in Europe, uh, you could find a DVD section of all, like, I think it's Manga Entertainment made them and then put them in like... Mm -hmm. They're all subtitled. They're never dubbed or anything like that. But you can get them subtitled and watch yep. them that way. But they're, you know, European. You're on your own. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. <laughs> That's what we'll say. Hopefully you can find a way to watch them. There are methods. That's all we'll say. 
<laughs> but we hope we look forward to it. And uh, yeah, with that, I believe we've said all we've wanted to say about chapters 216 to 220 of One Piece. Thank you so much for this. Yes. (laughs) End of arc hype. Exactly. And thank you so much for listening. And you can find more of my ramblings and stream VODs over at BitNerd Games on YouTube or BitNerd with an underscore at the end on Twitter. Brandon, where can everyone find you at? I'm at Brandon Bovia on Twitter for uh, who knows how long at this point. Uh, yeah, but uh, talking about anime manga games at my job. Like I said, I'm working on Naruto now for this next little bit. Just uh, keep your eyes peeled. Um, yeah, that's all you have to say. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to cover the movies, and we finished an arc. Like we're it's an exciting time here in, here on the podcast. Yeah, all kinds of fun things to do. And if you'd like to help us out more, you can support the podcast over at Patreon.com/slash Derek Bittner. That's D E R R I C K B I T N E R to listen to the next episode three days early. And make sure to return next time as we discuss the first One Piece movie. One Piece, the movie. <laughs> Until then, my friends. <laughs> How original. Yeah, very original. But until then, my friends, bye. Remember to take life one piece at a time. I chose to work for various rogues. Not an ideal solution, but it brought me this far. And here we are. And I'm guessing you incorporated Crocodile into your gallery of rogues. Of course. I used him to get to the Rio Poneglyph. Mm-hmm. I'm good at maneuvering through obstacles to achieve a goal. I'd be a great asset to you and your friends. Huh. You're full of confidence. What's your specialty? Killing. Ruby! My investigation has concluded that she is far too dangerous! <laughs> <laughs> you guys listening to me? <laughs> <laughs>